coming up in just a couple of days is, in my opinion, one of the hardest days of the year, actually. It's amazing how fast it seems to come, even though this year it's later than normal. Because it's almost as late as it could possibly be. I think the latest date for Ash Wednesday is March the 9th. But this year for us, it's March the 6th. So we're almost there at the latest possible date. Still, all of a sudden, there it is, right on the horizon. And I'll tell you, I kind of have mixed feelings about Ash Wednesday. In some ways, I'm excited about it. Because you know that time of fasting, prayer, almsgiving, just the hard work that we do, you know what produces God-given results? And it seems like every year, someone says to me during the Easter season, all of a sudden, you know, they can eat all the candy they want, play their video games, and watch TV again. They say, you know, I'm so much happier during events. I was happier during that penitential season. But even saying that, there's a part of me inside that kind of cringes a little bit because I don't really get anything from you know? I'm kind of lazy. I don't really feel like doing it. And I know that next Friday, I'm going to be in a difficult spot because I'm going to want to choose But it'll be a Friday at once, and I won't be allowed to have it. And that's how it wants it. It's kind of like that rule. If you really want someone not to read something, just assign it to them. Tell them they have to read it, and they won't. And it's one of those things that's like when the rules are there, it can be kind of difficult to follow them. Because ultimately, holiness is hard work. But the church is so good to give us this time. And I don't know if you've ever actually looked at the rules that the church gives us that we have to follow during Lent. There actually aren't that many of them when you look at it. For the 40 days of Lent, and I'll tell you this, okay, and go to the commission's website, usccd.org. We're going to put that on our Facebook page and in the notes uh, for the home. But if you look, it explains a lot of different things about Lent. One of them is if you do the math, from Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday, it's actually 46 days. And we talk about the 40 days of Friday, and 40 days of Lent. However, when you factor in Sundays, it's actually 46. And here's the funny thing. Sundays are still a part of the season of Lent. You'll notice we won't see the Gloria next week, but they're not part of the fasting days. It's kind of interesting. But we have essentially 40 days of Lent. And the things that we have to do, and unfortunately I forgot the exact quote in English, it's actually, so I'm just going to have to add it. But basically what the church tells us we have to do during Lent is that during Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, we have to fast. Okay? What does fasting mean? Fasting means that we can have one meatless meal. There's no meat, one meal. Or if we need to, we can still eat at the other two normal times of day to eat. But those two times of eat, the two of those meals put together can't be as big as the other meal. We can't eat between meals. Liquids are fine between meals. And the people that are bound to do that are from ages 18 to 59. Here's the thing. Why it's 59, I don't know. I think those of you who are 60 probably handle it, alright? So keep trying, even if you're a little bit older than 59. If you can't do it, if your health isn't all that good, fine. You don't, you don't have to do something that's going to hurt your health. But, try. Yes. It says that if you're physically or mentally ill, if you're pregnant, or nursing, you're not bound. 
do that if you're 14 and older. And that's all meat, folks. So it's a land animal. Can't eat it. A chicken, it's a pig, it's a cow. Sorry. So that's the rules for abstinence and fasting. When you think about it, two days a year to fast, what, like eight altogether for not eating meat? It's not really that far. The USCCB, the official website, also says, and obviously, we have the practice of all this eating on things ourselves. So we do our own disciplinary measures, and it's helpful for us to do that for the whole time at once, okay? But, nevertheless, we kind of regulate that ourselves on an individual basis. And with that in mind, that's why I think the leaders for this Sunday are so helpful, so providential, it's good that they came when they do. Why? Jesus is talking about all this work we've got to do in our heart. We've got to look at ourselves and strive to grow in holiness. It is so much easier to just look at everything that everybody else is doing wrong, right? To notice the splinter in everybody else's eyes and just forget to pay attention to ourselves. It's a lot easier to do that, especially when you think about all the different problems that are going on in the world. The church in Rome, Washington, D.C., even in our own neighborhood, it's easier to just be like, oh, this guy needs a lot of help. You're not even thinking about it yourself. When it comes to Lent, think about what our Lord said. We have to take care of the wooden beam, the big piece of wood in our own eye, before we start paying attention to the splinter in everybody else's eye. And that is hard work. And to do that appropriately, we've got to look and see, hey, what is the wood be in my eye? And I'll tell you, it would be really helpful to take these next couple of days before Ashland say, everybody's gonna say stuff, you know, to take the time to move our own hearts. What is the being in my own eye? What do I need to do to take care of it? It requires real work going into your heart. This isn't just something out there on the surface. And this is what I kind of came up with when I think will help. I think we all need to have an oven sort of lens, not a microwave sort of lens. What do I mean by that? That's a silly way of putting it. This is what I mean. If you put something in the microwave, you know it's kind of nice. It happens really fast, right? But sometimes it's just kind of on the surface. It's really good at burning things on the outside, but leaving the inside nice and frozen, you know? And there's a chance that you can treat one that way. You can show up on Wednesday with your ashes. You can have fish every Friday for the next six weeks. You can show up on Easter Sunday and be exactly the same and frozen on the inside, right? So take a lot of work. And you technically follow all the rules. What you need to do is have an oven circle lens, okay? Prepare so look at what's going on. Do the hard work and don't just let it be on the outer surface. What needs to change? What are the hard ingredients, so to speak, you find? Hard work and putting everything together and really enter in and do that every day of Lent. Because ultimately we're talking about the most important things. Growing a relationship with our Lord. Realizing that He's with us all the time and we rely on Him and we're called to bear good fruits and to share it with one another. That's what we're all called to do. We're all called to show forth that good fruit. And this season calls us to the hard work to make sure that happens. God's grace is there. He's going to help us. We've got to cooperate. And remember, I know we just did all this last year, right? We just went through Lent.
Is there a day that there are no ways we start to approach these three months? Well, we gotta do the same work you did last, figuring everything out, getting it all ready. Otherwise, we're not gonna have any further questions. Same thing is true, and even more important for our parts. So take the next couple of days to look at your own life. What is the need in your own life? What's the thing that you need to work on? What do you need to give up or take on during these days and months? We're all going to be in it together with those rules that we all have. The fasting and saving from Egypt. And remember, it's easier to save from meat now than ever. There's more vegetarian options than ever before. I like my meaters. More plentiful and more delicious than they used to be. You know? So the meat part is not that difficult. Do the difficult work looking at your heart. What it means to change. What hasn't been turned over to Christ yet? And ask for the grace to know. What is it that you need to do to cultivate your heart to be able to produce that fruit? To get rid of that pain in your eye. We can then go out to the world and share what we've gained to remove those splinters out of it. Because if we don't do this kind of work, there's not that food to share. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, let's pray for one another, especially over these next few days, as we enter into Ash Wednesday, all of us, and bear that good.